On a fine weekend underway, Dev Shapiro, gotadeal.com, back on the big one. It's Black Friday weekend. They've been talking about Black Friday sales, and we checked in with you last week, Dev. It seems like since Halloween or before, where do we stand now in the midst of this weekend uh, opportunity for people to buy stuff? What What's the hot item, the, the category of deals that's out there that people are like, give me that now? You know, I think it's still the TVs, electronics, you know, that's what everyone goes after. But I'm seeing a lot more furniture sales this year. I'm seeing a lot more home goods and stuff. So, yeah, I think it's all the categories. And we still got to remember that all the major stores, you know, Walmart, Target, Best Buy, and them all still have to get rid of their excess inventory. So you'll see a lot of localized deals and sales as well. Now, this this issue of inventory, and there's still questions in, in our future of, about what could be a rail strike and still stuff in China when it comes to uh, COVID and shutdowns and all the supply chain stuff. And we still still are somewhat dependent upon what goes on elsewhere uh, here stateside. Dev Shapiro, by the way, gotadeal.com with Sterling uh, on the big one. You mentioned furniture. There's different times seasonally to get, uh, I guess, the best prices on different goods. Um, but, but this seems like everything's sort of been thrown out the window this season when it comes to Black Friday shopping. Is it me or am I hallucinating? No, I think what it is is that you have, you know, last year everything was on ships. You and I talked about the ships out in Los Angeles and off the Pacific Ocean, and now the ships have come to shore. They've unloaded those ships. The ships have, you know, they've brought the product to the distribution centers for our respected companies, and so that's that's what it is right there is they have all of last year's stuff that they need to get rid of, and got to remember, you know, if you want to get into the business side of things here, that at the end of the year, all of these stores have to pay taxes on their whatever they have in their warehouses and distribution centers, just like car lots do. So that's why you see a lot of car sales towards the end of the year, because they all have to pay taxes on the stuff at the end of the year. Uh, in in the terms of inflation, increase in prices, because, I mean, we had an increase in, in cost of, of labor in some cases. There was a hard-to-get item scenario, uh, and obviously so we know interest rates have been jacked up when people uh, plopping down plastic. A lot of these purchases are going to be on plat- plastic at, at this point. As we look at, at this season right now, is it a, a big credit card time? Obviously, with online stuff, that's what you're using or Venmo or whatever else goes along with that, right? Where are we compared to, say, seasons past? Because I'm sort of confused, honestly, Dev Shapiro, uh, because I, I, I can't hardly remember before pandemic times. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot more people are relying on loans or plastic or, you know, pay, you know, buy now, pay later type of deals. You're starting to see a lot of online sites like Timex and Swatch and, you know, any online you know, online store you go to, a lot of them now have the Affirm and other programs where, you know, you make your monthly payments. So, you know, it's an uncertain time with the inflation and with unemployment and everything that's going on here in our country. People are borrowing money at large large um you know quantities and putting a lot of stuff on plastic and just gotta you know control yourself and make sure that you're able to pay this off uh control is important uh gotadeal.com great resource uh, of course on twitter as well dev shapiro kind enough to give us some time we've had him on the show uh, seemingly now for years going back to the times when it was ads and getting them early and, and having them faxed and then you'd you'd scan them and you put them up on the website and everything else as we sit here right now 
uh, and I'm all about timing. I'm all about saving a dollar. Uh, and last year, maybe the year before, we were like, get it now before the, the inventory's gone and you're not going to have a chance to get it. At this point, is it just get the best deal you can get right here, right now, or do you wait? I mean, we're a month out from Christmas time, and obviously there's other stuff, and some people plan way in advance when it comes to gift giving. Yeah, I think, you know, if, if your relative or your loved one really wants something and you see it and it's a pretty decent deal, go ahead and grab it. But like I've always told all your listeners for many years is do your research. Know what the normal price is. I'll give you great examples. I won't name the retailer that I shop at, but I'm a big CB radio guy. Shocking, right? CB radio is <laughs> still popular. And yep. so this particular store I buy my CB radio equipment off, they're having $10 off. I mean, big whoop de doo I mean, 10 bucks. I mean, that's practically taxed. So some some of it is good deal. Some of it is not. With it being four weeks until thing, until Christmas, you know, and Hanukkah, because Hanukkah is during Christmas this year, yep. the retailers, I think, are going to panic starting in week two and week three into December and really start slashing prices, especially if people are holding back. Now, do you want to know what um, holiday uh, Black Friday deals that I've seen that will keep on giving throughout the year just like the jelly of the month club and christmas vacation <laughs> a jelly of the month club i didn't know about i know about wine i know about cigars i know about other stuff showing up regularly and, but and, and just like the jelly of the month club streaming services have really come down so for instance hulu's doing a deal with uh, good morning america where it's dollar 99 a month for a complete year peacock network where you get the wwe network where you get all their past present and future pay-per-views that's 99 cents a month for a year really paramount plus um hbo max all running um good deals so if you're into streaming services and really want to save money that's the way you do it is this weekend all right now trying to make sense of that here's the question what if you're already paying for some of these services you kind of get job they're not going to just lower your rate uh, retroactively so do you cancel use a different email can you do that or are you locked out of this so here's what the TikToker kids say. It's here's a hack, right? Yeah. So what I personally do is I have two email addresses. So I've been doing this for years. So what I do is when my 99 subscription comes to an end on Hulu or Peacock, I cancel that. Then I rejoin um, the same month um, during the Black Friday sale with another email address. So I have two email addresses that are, are, are alternating that, you know, I use – Yes, you do get to you lose your favorites and you have to find your stuff again. But, you know, with so many streaming services, it's not even funny anymore because it used to be, oh, I'm cord cutting and I'm getting away from Frontier or Cox or, you know, um, Spectrum or whatever you have in your area. Now it's costs even more money just to have all these streaming services. You know, you get Netflix for free if you have T-Mobile, if you're T-Mobile postpaid or pre page subscriber check with their local plan and then with all these 99 cent dollar 99 deals um, for all these streaming services you know you save a really big bundle and i saw today on hulu where you could get hulu for dollar 99 a month and for 299 dollars extra a month you get disney plus as well wow okay that sounds like a good deal now i have to ask this because i i have the, the hulu plus uh everything live deal uh, does that include a discount for that, or is if I want that, I'm just stuck paying what I've been paying selfishly? You're, you're stuck. You're stuck paying because it's a separate. It's the same service, but it's a separate, you know, offering. 
you know, I have T-Mobile as a cell phone provider, and I actually get a discount through T-Mobile to have YouTube TV. And so YouTube TV for me is a little bit better because it has all the uh, live channels and unlimited DVR and stuff like that. So to each its own, but, you know, they may be running a deal as well for, you know, live TV. I know Sling TV is running a deal, and a few of those other uh, TV broadcasting services are running deals as well. But this is the time to do your streaming, and this is what I do every year. It's a, it's a good plan. Uh, he's a, a, the man at gotadeal.com. Dev Shapiro with Sterling on, on the big one talking of Black Friday deals. And it's it's more than just a Black Friday thing. It's an extended opportunity to save some money. And my problem, and I know there's some apps for this, I don't necessarily know what all I, in some cases, am paying for. You know, I, I may have signed up for something because it had one show. I watched it. I, and they make it easy to sign up. But canceling is a nightmare in some cases. I mean, the hoops you have to go through. So what I do is a tip for this. What I do is I set up an email address just for my subscriptions. So it emails me, say, hey, this is about to expire or your free trials ending and stuff like that. So that allows me to management. There are some apps out there that do manage it as well, and they're pretty useful. So, you know, just keep everything under one email address. Like here at the house, we have one email address for all of our subscription services and stuff like that. There you go. Uh, I know you do movie stuff as well. We'll have to talk about that in the future. Uh, I, uh, we've talked about it, but haven't actually talked about it on the air. So I look forward to that at some point. I have friends and family who have uh, little kids. And every season there seems to be a toy or a, a couple of toys that are like the hard-to-get item that everybody for some reason wants because the kids saw it on a cartoon or I, I don't know. It's just the thing. What is out there now that's the item or items and how hard are they to come by? at this point or is it not an issue at all this season shockingly it's really electronics i mean kids want ipads they want electronic devices because they sit there and see us adults on our phones on our pads and stuff like that so kids these days are wanting electronic devices like ipads and you know other devices like that and so i think it's a conversation for each individual family to have is when do you want to you know give your child a device and how do you protect that child on said device because once that device if that device has an ip address and goes out on the world wide web anyone in the world can touch that person or get in touch with them and cause some potential harm and stuff it's a scary place uh, everywhere and nowhere all at the same time really quickly we just talked about you know streaming services another thing i would like to say is for small business owners if you're a small business owner and you subscribe to services like Evernote or a particular service or even web service to host your website, a lot of these companies are web as well as having good discounts on web hosting and subscription services. I know there's a very popular Bible app called Dwell. Oh, yeah. And I have some friends that really love it because it reads you the Bible in different languages and different voices and stuff. They're running a Black Friday deal. So any app you subscribe to would be a music app or something for your small business or productivity. Check with that app maker because they may be running deals as well. Fantastic. Always a wealth of information and a way to save a pocket from emptying a little prematurely. And we'll talk brisket another time. We were talking about the, like charred meats and good foods before we actually went on the air. Thanksgiving leftovers. Do you have a favorite? Do you even have leftovers? Did you consume at all? I am still going through at this point turkey and sandwiches on good rye bread, a little bit of cranberry sauce, maybe a little bit of like a horseradish. In fact, now that I'm talking to you now, damn it, I'm pretty hungry, Dev Shapiro. 
Yeah, I am hungry too. So we actually get our turkeys from a company out in East Texas, Tyler, Texas, called Greenberg Turkeys. GobbleGobble.com is their email address, their website. And what they do is they shift a fully smoked turkey to our house, and they've been doing it for 80 years. And they send us a big turkey, and yes, we're still eating on it, and we'll probably be eating on it until Sunday. I mean, the rule around the house is Monday we go back to normal food. But, yeah, I mean, I have – stuffing and my sister made some cranberry sauce and you know smashed potatoes and just yeah i mean it's just we have it all you know it's a beautiful thing happy thanksgiving thank you for making time and doing what you do at godadale.com and just being a stand-up guy dev shapiro thank you take care of yourself we'll catch up again uh, sooner than later happy holidays take care of yourself more sterling coming back 700 wlw Did you know that if you miss any part of our shows, you can catch the podcast of that show on the iHeartRadio app? Did you also know that it's physically impossible for you to lick your own elbow? Go ahead. I know you're going to try it. I'll wait. See? Can't be done. But one thing you can do is listen to our podcast, which is much more fun than trying to lick yourself. Healthy with the flu shot. It's true. What's on the other side of your 930 report? Matt Reese give you an update of what's uh, going on around the planet Earth. Bring it home to what's uh, happening here in the Tri-State. Mattering to you, me, and our people. Uh, your people. Because uh, we're all people, don't you know? Uh, and then later, uh, we'll uh, also hear from Charlie uh, Goldsmith from the Inquirer. Going to break down Bengals, Titans in Nashville. Uh, it's a rematch after last January's uh, a divisional uh, playoff game uh, where the Bengals uh, took care of business. Uh, maybe even somewhat uh, surprising uh, the world uh, and uh, ended up in Los Angeles for the Super Bowl. We know how it turned out. Uh, we'll get uh, details on, on uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, and what to expect come Sunday with a kickoff at 1 o'clock here on the big one. Nine first warning forecast. Clear night down to about 31. Sunshine for your Saturday, a high of 56. I like it. Uh, Saturday night, some rain moving in after midnight, mostly middle 40s for the low, close to 60 Sunday. It could be a wet one. Uh, same overnight, uh, closer to 40 for a low and near 50 Monday. And I, I still feel weird. And I've discussed this talking about a Monday uh, before like the weekend is like a half over. But it is what it is here uh, is uh, people like to say way too much on this long Thanksgiving holiday weekend. High 47 or so uh, right now it is. Hang on my screen. It always does this. It goes dark. About the time I've waited too long talking trash. Uh, 42 right now, 700 WLW. Um, uh, you know, I want to get into something else. Maybe, uh, one, what you might uh, be uh, most thankful for uh, this Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, also, maybe some leftover conversation, best leftovers, worst leftovers. And, and uh, if you're like me, you're st- like, and I was leaving the house. I, I was, uh, we had uh, chicken strips, like a uh, big thing we had uh, before the dinner uh, yesterday. And, and then uh, I was uh, getting stuff and making sandwiches and, I'm about done with the cranberry stuff, and I uh, and it wasn't the cranberries that come in the can. That's like a gel. That's like you know comes out of there like in a big blob. It looks like slime. Uh, not that I, you know what I'm talking about. Some people love that. I don't. But I've grown to appreciate like the, the cranberry sauce. Got a little spice to it. Throw that on some bread. Maybe some turkey. Maybe some ham. A little bit of good mustard. A little little uh, horseradish. Stein is like, dude, we're stuck here with a window into a hallway. Why are you talking food? I know. I'm sorry. And Matt Reese is like, I'm set, bro. I- I'm leaving in a little while. I-, I get to eat, and you guys don't. I should have brought leftovers. What are you going to do? A- anyway, uh, we'll get into that and a whole lot of other stuff uh, as well on a fine Friday night. I'm glad to, uh, you're here, probably out doing some shopping, maybe grabbing some food. bunch of action going on in the world of sport. Uh, they played to a draw. 
in the World Cup, uh, USA and England uh, earlier today. Tons of action. And uh, <laughs> my neighbor, I go walk the dog. He's like, nah, this is not worth watching. There's no winner. I go, I, it's, it's a beautiful game. It's, it's the way it plays sometimes. And I think uh, USA has Iran, and they've got to win that, or they do not play on in this uh, time around in the World Cup. So, well, anyway, lots of ground to cover. I'm glad you're here, safe, uh, hopefully uh, fat and, and feeling good after uh, filling your belly. Lots to do is so we extend this long weekend here on the Nation Station where the Who Day plays Sunday, 1 o'clock in Nashville, facing the Titans, 700 WLW. Well, W, Bengals playing Sunday, 1 o'clock in Nashville, facing the Titans. Last year's division AFC game in January, Bengals handled business and bounced their way eventually to Los Angeles for the Super Bowl. We know how that turned out. Joe Burrow, he's light uh, an appen- uh, appendix, let me say appendectomy, there you go. He's pounded on uh, some weight and maybe playing the best football of his career, certainly at this level in the NFL for those Bengals. Tim McGee, former wide receiver, working with Chick Ludwig, doing post game sports talk where will you be sunday before we start talking about titans Bengals? i'll be chilling in my family room just sitting there watching my what would that be a 75 inch maybe 80 inch tv it'll be like it'll be like they're running right at you that's huge uh as long as they don't hit me i hope not that that, (laughs) let me know how that plays out what do you see? This Titans defense is huge. We know Joe Mixon still with a concussion issue. He's not uh, going to be playing. And uh, apparently Jamar Chase on the fence could play, could uh, maybe end up being pulled back. Uh, it's a game-day decision for Zach Taylor and company. What do you see about this matchup? Well, you know what? You have a contrast of styles, and that's what makes this matchup so special. Just like last year, you have the Tennessee Titans who are not going to do anything fancy, creative, they're just going to play smash mouth comes kind of like the Pittsburgh Steelers, but they're much better doing what they do. They're going to run Derrick Henry. We know that that truck is coming downhill and they're going to play solid defense. They're not going to double people. They're just, they've got a head coach. That's really phenomenal. It, it's, and that's what really makes this matchup so intriguing. And when you talk to most people still, they're like, man, this game scares me. Why? Because we don't know the Titans because we don't see them every year. But they win somehow, some way. You look up and go, how in the hell did they win that game? They don't have they don't have explosive receivers. They don't have a quarterback that you're going to see in the Pro Bowl. They have more I don't have than they do have. So it's going to be interesting. So in that circumstance, what is it that makes them so special? Because I mean, it's one of those things when you, I mean, to, to shift sports, sometimes you look at a, a team in Major League Baseball that ends up getting to the promised land of the World Series and postseason play, and you go, they've got not necessarily any real big superstars, though the Titans have a little bit of that, and a bunch of guys who just go about their work in a serious way. Is it play calling? Is it that talent? Is it a mixture of all of it? Because they are sneaky good. They do what their head coach tells them to do. They're a microcosm of their head coach. They're not fancy. And again, they're not going to be the most talented team individually, but they do this thing called teamwork. And everything they do is they they practice it. They're not going to get off and do something that they're not. Again, they're not going to, you're not going to see the Tennessee Titans throw the ball 44 times and try to out throw and out outscore Joe Burrow. That's not what they're going to do. Here's what they're going to do. They're going to make the Bengals play their style of football. They're going to keep it second and short on offense, third and short on offense. 
they're going on defense. They're going to go three and out. They're not going to give up the big plays. And you look at the scoreboard, it's going to be an ugly game, what we consider an ugly game. And then the fourth quarter, you're going to look up. They're either going to be leading by a little or losing by a little, but they're going to be in a position to win the football game. They do what they do, and they do it very well. Uh, with Jamar Chase perhaps out again, and we see the weaponry when it comes to uh, the passing game that the Bengals have, P. Ryan stepping up. Uh, we've seen uh, more of him in the a tandem mix with Mixon, but Mixon is out. That defense is strong for the Titans. Where is the biggest hole? And we always talk about this. You've made it quite clear. I mean, the running game helps the passing game. Passing game helps the running game. And it is a multifaceted, quite dangerous Bengals offense. It's, it's, you know what, when you look at it, I think the question is going to we all trying to figure out what's the answer to this, to this question, which is who's going to step up? Because the la- last year we know, Sterling, the one thing the Bengals had going for them was health. They, they were the healthiest team in the National Football League, and they were able to execute because why? They had their players in uniform. This year's been different. They don't have some of their players in, in in uniform, and they're losing key players at key times. As we're going into this this playoff rush, they have to get healthy, number one, and they have to execute on the football field. We know these things, but it's not going their way. And with their schedule, it's scary as hell because after Tennessee, now you got Kansas City coming coming in the Paycor Stadium, so it's not going to get better, and no one in the National Football League is going to feel sorry for them. They're going to keep pounding at them and coming at them and pounding at them and coming at them. This is a tough stretch uh, for for the Bengals, and some of those other AFC North teams at this point are facing uh, effectively weaker schedules. Um, in the midst of that, I mean, you can't worry about what everybody else is doing. You got to handle your business. I mean, that's just a life thing in general, and, and it always amazes me how basic and pure sports can be in that regard. And football may be at the top of the list because it's just you going about your work, and, and everything else handles itself one way or the other. You know, that sounds so wonderful. Unfortunately, it's so far from the truth because every stadium, every stadium, basketball, football, baseball, they have a scoreboard. And on those scoreboards, the scores of other teams are up there. And so you're every player, you're trying to take care of your business. But at the same time, you're looking to see what if you're chasing the team, i.e. the Baltimore Ravens, you're looking to see how they're doing. If you're winning and you're you're you're, you know a team is coming to get you you're looking up to see how they're doing yes you are supposed to take care of yourself first but i don't care you know if it's your old girlfriend whatever it may be you're still (laughs) well aware of who she's dating where she is and so on and so forth so it sounds great but let's just face it we are aware of the things that goes on around us. You make that sound like some type of odd relationship stalking scenario on social media. Let's look at that scoreboard. How, <laughs> how's she living right now? Oh, man, she's on a level up. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> except except we're talking Ravens and everybody else. I thought I was a level up, and here I am down. Oh my, uh, Maybe I'm sharing way too much. Tim McGee, former bank, and Joe Burrow coming back from what he's come back from. And, and uh, you see these injuries that are starting to percolate generally. And the health last year that the Bengals were blessed with, which was uh, really a miraculous scenario. Uh, is a team stronger 
is they go through a season and face adversity of injury and all the other things that go on as they move ahead. I mean, it really tells a lot about coaching and a lot about the character of these guys who are putting that jersey on, yes? Yes, I, I think this team is a different team. Uh, number one, they can't sneak up on anyone because everyone's taking them with a whole level, a different level of respect. The coaches, the players, and the organization have all earned and deserve that. So, and and when you look at it, there's an element that we don't talk about a lot is when you go to the Super Bowl the next year, you get the schedule of a team that goes to the Super Bowl. That means you're not going to have, I call them those homecoming games that you would have if you were a team that picked first in the draft. So what you're seeing consequently, you're seeing how parity plays out in the National Football League. It plays out by the worst team getting the better players or the best players coming out of college. And when you are super successful, you get the least amount of talent. So, but that's how the Bengals were able to turn it around. So, you know, sometimes it works great for you as it did last year. Now, this year, you just got to earn it. Now, if you could get that uh, magic ball out or that crystal ball, if you could see the future, play Karnak. There's an obscure reference from the the long-gone Johnny Carson show. What do you see this outcome being in Nashville Bengals-Titans Sunday? I see the uh, the Bengals being successful 31 to 24 uh, against the Titans. So that's that's how I'm rolling this Thanksgiving weekend. I'm thankful that we have professional teams here, yes. and I'm thankful that we're going to get a win come Sunday. I, I tell you, there's a lot to be said for living in a place with major league sports, with NFL, major league baseball, MLS. I, I've lived in those without them, those with them. It changes everything in the focal point of the city, the way people handle themselves. It's an interesting thing, and you've had a taste of all of that, too. I have to ask, speaking of like taste in Thanksgiving weekend here, are you a leftover turkey man, ham man? What is what is it that makes uh, – what are you doing when it comes to food and stuff the rest of this weekend because i find myself uh, i'm making sandwiches i'm embracing the the, the cranberry sauce i've got I'm, I'm, I'm getting big is what i'm trying to say <laughs> brother 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 well i had my ham sandwich that uh from leftovers of yesterday and then as we proceed through the week i will let my wife dictate and uh tell me what i'm eating the rest of the week so i <laughs> i am a ham sandwich like for god but i'm a listener first and I just follow the orders of the ball. You are a teacher. In other words, do what you're told or what is in front of you, and everything else takes care of itself. I, I appreciate Thank that's, you for that. It's like I went to school just now. Years. That's, that's it. That's I, why I've been married 35 years, yeah. I, I haven't liked myself that long, let alone been able to find a woman to like me that long. But that, 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 I, I've shared way too much again. I'm sorry, Tim McGee. I, I felt like I couldn't open up, and, and, and I, I apologize for putting you in that spot. I didn't say she liked me. <laughs> <laughs> but she loves you. There you go. <laughs> All right. Tim McGee, former Bengal wide receiver at Geeter85 on Twitter. He, Chick Ludwig, together, post-game sports talk, talking hopefully about a Bengals win in Nashville against those uh, Titans, as we got to see a little bit of last January, that helped get them through the playoffs to Las, Vegas, Los Angeles in the Super Bowl. We'll see how it goes. Uh, lots of ground to cover still this fine Friday night. Sterling, Matt Steinman helping keep me on, in track. And on time, Matt uh, Reese is in the newsroom. He's got the 10 o'clock report. Uh, that's about 12 minutes away. And we got uh, Charlie Goldsmith talking more Bengals Titans. Mike D. Wall, space.com. Kevin Carr, too. He knows from eating. Fatguysatthemovies.com. After uh, 10 o'clock, 
We'll get into his head, find out if there is anything worth watching the rest of this weekend, if everybody's not already just handling shopping out and about, enjoying themselves, grabbing some grub, hanging out with family and friends, and looking to save some money on a long Black Friday weekend. I appreciate you being here. Lots to do. More Sterling coming back. 700 WLW. Gary Jeff Walker, the king of the Saturday morning airwaves, and he's got the crown to prove it. Tomorrow morning at 530 on 700 WLW. Get to Miami Valley Gaming on Saturday, November 26th for some holiday fun and cash. Thank you. That's me. 700 WLW, what you're listening to, Nation Station. Matt's Diamond Producer, Matt Reese Newsman, six minutes away from your 10 o'clock report. Kevin Carr, Fat Guys, the movies after that. Mike D. Wall, Space.com, coming up after 11. Charlie Goldsmith from The Inquirer covering those Bengals. We'll talk on, on Bengals and Titans uh, before midnight. And uh, I bounce out of here and uh, Red Eye Radio uh, takes over. Uh, I'll be back again tomorrow afternoon after Ken Brew, uh, after 3 o'clock, uh, to enjoy a Saturday afternoon together. So hopefully you're doing all right. Long Thanksgiving weekend. Maybe you're working. A lot of people are. Appreciate you being out there and about. Uh, whatever you're doing, hopefully doing safe and, and with a full belly and... Uh, yeah, so maybe we'll get Free Store Food Bank on tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit about uh, people helping people and uh, getting involved in that. And it's one of those things where as, I, as I'm eating and uh, I'm playing glutton over the last couple of days, leading into Thanksgiving, then after, I, I am looking to get big for the the new year. It wasn't my plan, but I, I'm enjoying the, the feasting uh, as of late. So we'll, we'll see exactly how it plays out or maybe I'll get a tapeworm and, and try to main my, uh, maintain my svelte uh, appearance. Uh, you know, this may be a topic for a little bit later, maybe after uh, we talk to Kevin. Um, people have a fixation with, and we've talked about like, play, like movie or TV houses or residences. You like maybe if it was an Airbnb scenario, if you couldn't call it your home, but you might call it a place to lay your head for a couple of days for vacation or something where that might be. And uh, we're taking a step further because there's an Airbnb for G- uh, DJ Khaled's uh, shoe closet. He's got a closet that rivals my first apartment in size filled with shoes. And apparently there is a market for all of $11 a night because it's in his shoe room. It doesn't say about dirty uh, shoes, uh, dirty socks. It's his uh, new stuff and probably with the camera eyeballing you so you don't try to sneak out with a pair of his uh, sneakers. Uh, it, you could you could hang out at college uh, a place, which is kind of odd. But it got me thinking about maybe other places, a celebrity house where you might like to spend at least a night just you know renting it, not necessarily hanging out with them because who knows, you may not really. See, that's the thing when you meet somebody that's famous that you appreciate their art, their work as an athlete, whatever it is, and, and then you're like you get a, you get around him and you're like, uh, he's an a-hole. And you're like, what a bummer that is. But maybe hanging out at their domestic paradise, their place of residence, their their vacation property, whatever it is, they're back 40. You go, oh, this is good. I could enjoy this lifestyle if I had a bazillion dollars or something along those lines. So uh, if, in fact, maybe uh, you want to go to Miami on vacation, you got a couple of bucks extra. I mean, $11, you, you might not even you'll spend more on that on like for a cocktail in some cases. And but maybe you should stay in a a, a shoe closet. I, I I've been told that I have a lot of shoes, but they don't have their own closet. Uh, clearly, I'm not living quite uh, as well as I could or maybe should be. Five one three seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. The big one. You can talk back to the iHeartRadio app. Uh, you go to the WLW page. Uh, you click on that microphone there, and you can leave a message. Maybe we'll dip into that and hear what that's uh, like a little bit later. You can also at Sterling Radio get interactive with me uh, there as well. Uh, something else that you know, if we have time for tonight, we'll see. If not tomorrow, 
uh, it's always an interesting thing. And I have neighbors who've got a bunch of like little teeny ones. Uh, like a, I think they've got like a three-year-old. They have one that just started school, which means that's what, five or six for kindergarten. Uh, I mean, it's, it's like a whole house full of little people, which is awesome. But they've been sick as of late. And uh, they were telling me about uh, like what they do. Like uh, their mom was telling me something about like onions in socks and then putting like menthol latum on, on something. And she was saying, well, we can give the kids like a little bourbon and, and mix with maybe some honey and that'll help with the croup or the cough. I'm like, I, I don't know. You can give me the bourbon. I don't know if that's the right thing for the children, but maybe. But it got me thinking also uh, about home remedies, some that work, some that don't. Uh, those that have been thrust upon us that we're like, eh, I don't know if that's a good idea or otherwise. So uh, we, we can maybe do that a little bit later, too. So we'll see. Got a lot of uh, stuff to get to. And, and I, I do find myself feeling like I need to eat again. And I've already eaten my three meals today. Um, but, you know, it's a lot of leftovers. And and it's, it's that time of year, I suppose, that it sort of takes you into that. If you, if you missed it, and I guess if you're into it, you probably haven't. But if you've been busy doing other stuff, out shopping and so forth, World Cup action going on uh, across the, the other side of the planet. Um, and uh, this is a big deal in Qatar uh, and around planet Earth, for that matter. England and uh, Team USA men's soccer faced off in Group B, uh, the first part of this tournament. And uh, they, uh, another draw for USA, uh, this time against England, as they did against Wales in the same group uh, the other day. Uh, they will face Iran, if I'm not mistaken, and then uh, somebody's got to win that. And if the USA team does not, then uh, I guess they'll be coming home. I don't know if you stay. Would you want to stay if you lost? You've been bounced out of the tournament. Do you stay to watch everybody else? Maybe you spend an extra day in Qatar and sort of soak up the sand, uh, the sun. I, I have no idea what the hell there is to do there. Uh, what do you do? Uh, hopefully they, they win and play on. But obviously, it's the best of the best that end up playing that beautiful sport and that beautiful game. So we'll see exactly what the future holds for them. Uh, Iran won earlier. They beat Wales, who, of course, USA drew with the other day. Qatar and Senegal. Senegal won 3-1. Netherlands, Ecuador, uh, that's also a draw. And my neighbor continues to rant and rave uh, about the fact that there is no real outcome if there is a tie. And I don't necessarily disagree. But here's the thing. With soccer or football, as the rest of the world calls it, I don't have a problem with the draw in that game so much as I do, say, with football here in the U.S., what we call football in other sports. Like, you know, Major League Baseball, if it was the Reds and the Giants playing or Reds and Indians, whatever it is, everybody plays everybody next year. Uh, and, uh, you know, he ends up, you know, you play nine innings or whatever it is, and there's like, oh, it's a draw, nobody scored. Or oh, it's a draw, two to one. I like a, a final idea. Is Are you a winner or are you a loser? I'm trying to be a winner. One day at a time. Matt Reese, he's a winner. He knows from foundation issues. Uh, your 10 o'clock report straight away. An update on what's going on all over the place around planet Earth. Bringing it home to here in the tri-state. Kevin Carr, Fat Guys in the Movies, The Other Side, my partner in the Chubby and Stick podcast, joins me. Where the Bengals play Sunday at 1 o'clock in Nashville, taking on the Titans. News Radio 700 WLW Cincinnati. All right, so giblets, no giblets. Before we get to movie speak and, and what's the, worth seeing this weekend, are you a giblet man? Generally, no, I'm not. I, I don't see the purpose of it. I, I have heard part of the thing is with like organ meat is 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 that's where a lot, like especially the liver, that's where a lot of the because it's a detox center for any animal. That's where all the toxins and crap goes. 
but also it's kind of gross. And I'm like, at this point, I, yeah, maybe if I lived on the frontier and it was like, don't waste anything, you'd be eating <laughs> lips and liver and toenails Snouts. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but but now I'm just like, do you need do you need to eat the gizzard? Really seriously? No, we have we have sauce for that, you know. So. No, but I, I mean, only a hot dog, and God knows what's in that stuff. Uh, as long as it's kosher, I'm good. But yeah, it always makes you wonder. You know what I mean? You just hope you're like, well, at least they prepared it in a clean man- manner. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> it's the lips, but they've been cleaned thoroughly, and the knuckles, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think like leftovers, you know, and that's the other thing. So, like, you go ham, you go turkey, because I'm all about the leftovers. You know, you get it on a nice piece of rye bread, you put a little mashed potatoes, maybe a little bit of the cranberry sauce, slice of meat, good mustard, maybe even a little horseradish. Holy crap, Kevin Carr, I think I'd rather eat than talk to you right now. I'm sorry. No, I'm hungry. Man. I haven't thought about doing the horseradish thing. First of all, I'm not a ham guy. I mean, I'm going to eat a ham sandwich. I'm okay with that. But if I walk into uh, Thanksgiving dinner and somebody's got a ham, I will, like, flip a table over. So I'm you're like, all no. traditional turkey. It's turkey day, for crying out loud. Unless somebody's got, like, some sort of massive allergy. I'll deal with the ham on Thanksgiving. I mean, excuse me, on, on Easter when we have it in the family. But, no, I, I want the turkey on on uh you know i want i want the turkey on christmas and thanksgiving um so yeah i love the turkey i i i don't get the mash i or i don't get the uh, leftovers as much because we don't host it at our our house uh but you know i do buy turkeys periodically <laughs> throughout the year and i will cook a nice big turkey dinner and then i got the leftovers and uh, then it's all mine. I don't invite anybody over. It's just, you know, me and my family. Now, do you do, like, the grill? Do you do the oven? Do you do, like, the, the deep the fryer? Yeah. You do the oven. No, okay. I, I do it in the oven. And I do use stuffing. I mean, I know there's some people who go, oh, it's bad for you because of the bacteria. I'm like, I, you just cook it enough. I've never even heard that. All I, I was just, my only yeah. fixation is, you know, don't sneak the the parts, you know, and the giblets in. Well, I, but yeah. I know, so you, some people, so the dressing idea is because the cavity, which would be true stuffing, it, it, there is a... Something that could be in their bat. Maybe I just uh, make sure everything's well, it's, it's, cooked up. The, the reasoning for it is uh, dressing you cook to the to the temperature, and it, it, you if it's going to undercook, it's very possible the center of the bird cooks the last. Sure, because, you it's know, the heat deep in. inside. Sure, uh, it's the cavity. The, is it sounds gotta, dirty, doesn't it? When I say yeah, it inside it the sound, cavity, it sounds very. very it, it sounds like we're going to get kicked. It's like another radio. word that's like really creepy to a lot of people is moist. You can't say, "Oh, the cavity's moist." I mean, who God yeah. only knows what you're really talking about. Even though we're talking about like turkey. Well, well, stand back. If you want a moist turkey, you got to stuff the cavity properly, and you got to use enough butter. Because <laughs> one of the things people do is they make their stuffing, and then they use like, "Oh, oh, I made it low fat." <laughs> Don't give me that nonsense. You gotta have fat. You gotta have like butter and like grease or, or turkey fat in the stuffing. So when it goes in the cavity, it doesn't leach all the oils out of the turkey, and then the turkey dries up, and oh, that's why you end up with dry turkey. The other little trick that I've had is you take Pam when you've when you're when you're prepping the bird. You're talking, you wait, 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 you're talking about with, the nonstick spray, not Pam, who I might yeah, have your, used to know, your aunt or something like that. No. <laughs> okay. There was a girl I used to know named Pam. I don't know. Oh, well, not, not her. I don't. It's probably not the same person. Probably. Uh, not. But uh, you, you use Pam or that that cooking oil spray, <laughs> and you just spray the 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 out, outer part of the turkey, and that kind of creates a glaze on the skin, uh. so it doesn't lose all that oil. It to and, and and juices to evaporation, and that makes just the best turkey that way. Oh, and then man. you know you cook it to the amount of time it says on the package. If you wait till that little thing pops up and then immediately take it out, yeah, you're going to run some risks. But you got to make sure it's cooked well enough. 
But if you overcook a turkey and you haven't treated it with Pam and you don't have enough uh, fat in your stuffing, uh, yeah, you'll end up with a dry turkey. And, you know, that's like the worst thing on the planet. That yeah. can never happen to anybody. Yeah, you don't want, you know, you got to keep that stuff moist. You don't want a dry bird. I mean, it's just not good. Kevin Carr, Fat Guy's the movie, Sterling on the big one. I know you're thinking, well, movie speak? No, not necessarily. Not right now. Uh, mm-hmm. You like the crispy skin? I mean, I, I like all the yeah, stuff yeah. that's bad for you. And for the starches, you know what I mean? I, I like the dressing. The, I, I like the mac and cheese. I, my grandmother used to make scalloped oysters, uh, which oh. were kind of, eh, but it always reminds me of grandma, so. Uh, Not and, a big oyster guy, but yeah, you grew up with that. Yeah, it's one of those things you got to get into. And sweet yeah, potato no, pie, love, pumpkin pie. The pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie is great. I mean, I. But here's the thing: it's Thanksgiving. It's it. It is the day of of feasting and excess, and you got to be thankful for everything. You know, it, you don't want to eat a massive three thousand calorie turkey meal every day. But for one day out of the year or out of the month, you're okay. You know, go ahead and have the skin. Go ahead and have the the butter and the stuffing. Go ahead and have the mashed potatoes. I always get I mean, again, I'll flip a table if somebody comes in and says, I made a diet pie. And I'm like, why would you do that? That's like it's like the worst thing you can do to a pie. Don't have pie if you're not. I mean, if, if, diet pie. What the hell? I've never even heard of diet pie. It exists. That's insane. <laughs> and your tone says everything. It, it absolutely. Absolutely does. Is there movie anything worth talking about? I mean, I get. I mean, because he, he, here's the thing. I, I mean, I always think planes, trains, and automobiles. More people on the yeah. road this weekend than have been in the last several years. Prices yeah. of fuel We're still down. In recovery from from traveling restrictions from COVID, so you're getting more and more people. Yeah. So hopefully the the dysfunctions to a minimum. People have always craved entertainment. During the first Elizabethan era, Shakespeare's tragedies were very popular. Prepare, Horatio, for I shall now kick us thy groin with my foot. Ouch! But physicality of roles wore the actors down. Ready your plums for another savage blow. Ouch! Today, we have something better. Eddie Fingers and Rocky Boyman. They're very entertaining without the groin kicking. Eddie and Rocky. Monday afternoon at 3 on 700 WLW. Get to Miami Valley Gaming on Saturday, November 26th for some holiday fun and cash. Think you know what stuff costs? Well, come on out to MVG and try your luck. The right guest could win you up to 3500 in free play. Or if you're just plain lucky, you could win up to ten grand in cash. Get to Miami Valley Gaming on November 26th and grab your share of sixty-two grand in free play and cash. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Ohio? Call the gambling helpline at 1-800-589-9966. Kevin Carr back on the line. Fat guys at the movies.com. Talking a well long holiday weekend, Thanksgiving. I think about Charlie Brown and uh, Thanksgiving. Is that on this weekend? What's worth watching? Wait, there's. A- called Strange World from Disney. That's perfectly wonderful, and it's a nice little family adventure. You can go to the theaters and see that. There's also Glass Onion, which is the Knives Out mystery. It's sort of a pseudo-sequel, another mystery with Benoit Blanc, played by Daniel Craig. Hold on, hold on, put the brakes on. Are are they going to start making those a regular thing now? Because it really seems like it's perfect for that. And you could do a lot with it because there were so many people involved in it. Literally, word from Netflix mouth is yes, that's what they're doing. Okay. And, and, and I asked them ten, and they're like, I don't know about ten, <laughs> but they're like, one of the reps like, oh no, they got a bunch more planned. Okay. So if this one does well, so yeah, so that go to see that in the theaters. If you miss it in the theaters, it's Christmas. It'll be on Netflix because okay. it's a Netflix movie. Right. But uh, 
Those are the those are the ones. There's also the Fablemans. I've not seen that, but that's the new Spielberg movie. That's two and a half hours, but it's out in the theaters this week. Um, it, and then there's that Bones and All, which is this sort of cannibalistic love story. Not a huge fan. It's a little more low, too low key for me. <laughs> wait a minute. But, you're not wait. You're not a fan because of the cannibalism, or not a fan because it's too low key. Meaning what? It, it's not as picturesque as like Chainsaw Massacre, cutting them up and and, and what rendering them of, down. They, they do kind of make cannibalism and murder a little boring in this movie. So how is that possible? Be, well, it's 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 done by you know it's a, it's a, one of those movies that breathes and it's a little bit more of a, a independent film. So it's not really my type of thing. It was it was shot a chunk of it was shot in Cincinnati and stuff. So you know down in the tri-state area. So you, you've got some local connections there. But anyway, wait a minute. Of all, I, you know what they always talk about? Well, we need extras for movies. De Niro movie, yeah. a gangster film. I, I think they're probably taking a break now because of the holiday. But yeah. uh, they were asking about people, and nobody comes to me. I would love to be a part of a movie, and, and if not a cannibal movie, a, a, a gangster movie, something. Nobody came to me and said, "Hey, we want to be part of a cannibal movie." I would have let like somebody devour my person on film, almost for free. Not not really for free, but almost for free. Why did we not get a call? I don't know. Kevin Carr, I mean, I you're so, connected more than I am. Here we are. I, this is this is a big movie center these days. What the hell? Why are we getting jobbed out of this? Well, here's the thing. I, I do have some friends uh, who do a TikTok, then they could probably devour you on TikTok for, you know, free. But we'll, we'll talk later. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Are you sure that's not a for, of, for friends only or whatever the hell that thing is now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's the only famished, I think, is what it's called. That's anyway, it. I don't know anything uh, so, about swipe left, swipe right. I don't know nothing. Yes, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is the quintessential uh, movie for, uh, for, for Thanksgiving. And there is Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. That's, that's available exclusively on uh, Apple TV+. Plus. Okay. So you're going to need to have an account for that. That's like six bucks a month. So that's that's worth it. And if you do get that, you can also watch the new Spirited movie with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. Uh, it's a musical version of A Christmas Carol. That's a jumping off point. It's not exactly Christmas Carol. It's very different, very funny. That's worth checking out as well. There you go. A wealth of information. And now we know how to take care of that bird, whether it's Thanksgiving or not Thanksgiving. A man who knows from Turkey and good grub. Fatguysatthemovies.com. He is uh, Kevin Carr. I'm Sterling. Have a great Thanksgiving weekend. Take care of yourself, my man. All right. Thanks. You too. All right. So uh, we got that fixed up and uh, got him back. That's a, that's a good thing. Uh, later, Mike D. Wall, space.com after 11. Charlie Goldsmith, the Inquirer, going to join us to help break down Bengals Titans. You know, they play Sunday in Nashville, 1 o'clock kickoff. You'll hear that. Full-on coverage starts bright and early. Cambrew, 9 a.m. Box Miller and company. Uh, get you ready. Lapham and Dan Horde. And then post-game, Chick Ludwig. And uh, you got, of course, uh, Tim McGee as well, uh, teaming up to give that uh, post-game sports talk. Hopefully a who-day win. Uh, I mentioned this earlier. I, I want to try to turn this into a topic. We'll open up the phones. Haven't t- given uh, everybody a chance to sound off. Try to have a little bit of fun. I, I uh, this is uh, it really is interesting as all get out to me. Uh, the idea of coughing up the for eleven bucks a night. I, I mean, listen, you can spend a hell of a lot more money than that to get a hotel room, uh, just about any place in the country, right? Let alone. A shoe closet, which sounds weird, but it's a, a fat Mac Daddy uh, sized shoe closet uh, that is uh, DJ Khaled's uh, in Miami, Airbnb, eleven bucks a night, right? And, and then uh, there's some other like freebies and stuff that goes along with it. But here's where I think we can have a little fun. I'm wondering what famous person 
Uh, we could carry it over to TV, a house or TV, like, uh, I don't know, apartment, whatever it is, movie stuff, where you would be willing to cough up a little cash to stay uh, if you're traveling or whatever else, like an Airbnb thing or, or whatever uh, that goes along with that. 513-749-7800, the big one. If you're on Twitter, at Sterling Radio, get interactive that way. Uh, Mr. 513-208, Dion, uh, tweeted at me, said, uh, Hank Williams Jr.'s place. Uh, Boss Hog Willie, he, he'd uh, certainly uh, be willing to, to do that. Uh, he says uh, Blake Shelton or even Chris uh, Stapleton's place, if they were offering uh, an Airbnb scenario, he'd stay at one of their fat pads. I, I, I could see that being something. Uh, my guess is, and, and I don't know how this works, but I go TV show-wise. I think Magnum P.I., uh, the, the spot in Hawaii, I, I could go for that palatial estate kind of scenario in paradise on the islands there someplace, wherever that is. Uh, I'd be hip to that. Where would you stay if you could? Uh, maybe a famous person spot that you know is, like, super-duper cool uh, where, where maybe you'd like to go to. 513-749-7800, the big one. Talk back the iHeartRadio app. If you, uh, you're listening there on the, the big one page, you click on the microphone, you can l- leave a message there. I, I think any of those would be good. And, and, and as disturbing as it initially sounded to me, the more I think about it, for 11 bucks a night, and, and I've stayed and coughed up cat. In fact, uh, a girlfriend of mine, you, old ex, whatever, former friend, whatever you want to call it, uh, we were in South Florida. And she was like, no, I know this place. We could stay. I stayed there before. So we booked the room. We showed up there. They had like, it was like an ant farm. There were tons of ants. I, God only knows. I was afraid of bed bugs. There, were, there, was a, there was something horribly wrong in this place that she said had been cool at one point. So we'd already paid. They weren't going to give a refund. It, 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 we, we had to call an audible and find someplace else to go. And it was nowhere nearly as nice as the $11 a night Airbnb DJ Khaled shoe closet. Where would you stay if you could? Someone famous or a movie, TV, a place of residence where you'd be willing to spend your night or weekend if you could? Money, no option. News time now, 1030 report. I believe Sean McCormick is tagged in. Matt Reese is tagged out. Uh, We'll come back on the other side. More Sterling with your chance to get interactive on a fine Friday night, Thanksgiving weekend. 700 WLW. Appreciate you being here. I'm thankful for you being here listening. Be part of the show. Maybe listening on the iHeartRadio app. Talk back uh, there. You click on that microphone, a big one page, and uh, get interactive that way. 513-749-7000-800, the big one. You pick up the phone. You give it the fingers. Uh, my late good friend, Mr. K, used to say, and, and the, of course, at Sterling Radio on Twitter. Uh, uh, let me uh, reset this, and, and then I, I've got some other stuff to do, too, uh, as we layer in some conversation on a Friday night and open up the phones. I, I mentioned the uh, celebrity house or TV movie place of residence, whatever where something was set where you might want to spend the night. Uh, this started because DJ Khaled has got a, a, this insane shoe clause. He's got many a shoe. Makes me, who I was to- told that I, I got a lot of shoes, makes me think I, I, I have very few shoes and need more uh, shoes, as a matter of fact, as an option. Like I like a rotation. You know what I mean? I don't want to wear out the shoe. I don't want to wear the shoe the same time every day, whatever it is. I, I like to break it up a bit. Uh, this is next level stuff. And for 11 bucks a night, you can go to Cal's place and, and uh, just stay. You can't even get a hotel room in Miami for that, at least not, with, I mean, unless you want to sleep on a bench or, or something along those lines, which, I mean, the weather's mild, but all in all, you, you probably don't want to do that. Anyway, so I'm, I'm curious where you'd want to stay if you could. Celebrity house, somebody famous, whatever, TV show house, movie house. I mean, there's a lot of those. I think it'd be interesting, the Seinfeld place, which is still 
that show's been off the air, I think, longer than it was on the air, right? And, and it's still a show about nothing that somehow relates to everything. And, and I would like to, to stay in the Seinfeld apartment if it were legit and real, if for no other reason to try to figure out how, because as I understand it, the way it was set up, it doesn't really work in the way the building would be if it were designed in a real living, breathing place where you'd lay your head and call home. And, and I'm just interesting where the rest of the apartment would be and how that would play. But that's because I'm sick in the head. Uh, speaking about something else, sick in the head. And, and this is it's maybe a little heavier, but I think we can talk about it a little bit. This, this horrible uh, case in, in something in the news that is sadly happening all too regularly is where somebody snaps and they go into a workplace or a school or whatever else and decide to to, to take people out to, to kill them or whatever and this is what happened in chesapeake uh, virginia not uh, far from a nofuck and uh you had a walmart manager there that went into the break room and opened fire killed six people and then, as i understand it killed himself too uh, which is just horrific and uh one one of the, the stories that came out of that is apparently a woman who also worked there had, had for some time. Um, apparently, he put a gun, as I understand it, to her head, a weapon, and, and basically somehow in the midst of whatever fog that this horrible person, mentally unstable what murderer, um, was going about creating carnage, somehow woke up to realize that he knew this person, this woman. And uh, talked to her in some fashion about her, the fact that she had a kid or whatever and told her to go home. And then she was able to get away as he continued whatever uh, else he was going to be doing. But it got me thinking because I've, I've talked to, to, to people uh, in places that I've worked in time. And I've had a few people that I've worked with where, you know, you kind of survey the land and somebody seems a little volatile. They seem a little unstable. They seem a little troubled. They, you might even seem somewhat threatened by them. Uh, and you kind of go, you know what? That's the guy or that's the girl, and it's usually a guy that you kind of go, I don't know, at some point, yeah, could, something could go terribly wrong, and you go on to watch them. And then you kind of have this one thing, do you want to try to befriend them, right, so that if, in fact, hell happens and they do go about looking to cause mass casualties or, or you know, killing a bunch of people, that at least they may give you a nod and give you a break in the midst of that. I worked in a situation where there was a guy that I was friendly with. I, I liked, I enjoyed conversation. He did a good job. But others were apparently intimidated and arguably scared of him and thought that he might be someone who would proverbially, I don't want to use this term, go postal, but that's what everybody used to say. I said, oh, he's not going to go postal, man. I'm scared of him. I don't even try to talk to him, look at him. And, and I talked to him about it, and I never had a problem with the guy. I mean, we enjoyed conversation. He did good work. I was, you know, doing my thing, not bothered by it or whatever. But it was one of those scenarios where, and I asked, I said, people are scared of you. What, What is going on? What's that about? And he goes, I just, he says, it's fine. I don't mind it. In fact, I like it when they're intimidated or don't want to talk to me. He goes, because then they're not going to bother me with stuff I don't want to deal with. And it's been some years ago. In today's environment, there'd be a trip to HR or there'd be some other type of intervention or they'd just be, a, you know, how do we let this person go? Like, you know, their access to the building will sudden, suddenly become impossible uh, to hopefully avoid, you know, worst possible outcome and what have you. So I'm curious, have you worked with someone where you're like, oh, hell no, that guy's going to snap. I don't want to be around when it happens. Or have you been that person? How do you how do you navigate those waters? And that's it's tough because sometimes people don't have the skills to really be functional socially and they may not be a danger and they may not be a threat but right now uh, you have to be super vigilant 
And then you mention it to, you know, a higher up the food chain employer or supervisor situation. And then the next thing you know, somebody's being called in, they're being looked at, being talked to, and maybe it was nothing and you just read them wrong. So how do, how do you deal with that? Have you worked with somebody where you were like, oh, man, I don't trust that guy. Something, something's off. Something's going to go, something's going to go wrong. It's bad. 513-749-7000. the big one. Talk back the iHeartRadio app. And I'm certainly not making light of what happened at that store in Virginia or anywhere else. Uh, sadly, uh, these mass shootings, these assaults on, on uh, mass populations are an all too regular occurrence for whatever reason it is. And it's not even just here in the States, but it seems like certainly top of mind because this is home for us or this is where we are if it's not your home. And, and it, 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 it happens a lot. And it's, it's devastating, uh, to the, not just the people involved, but just all the way around. It's disheartening. 513-749-7800, the big one. Talk back. iHeartRadio app, at Sterling Radio on Twitter. I'm glad you're here. Very thankful that you're listening. Hopefully, uh, be a part of the show. Uh, Matt Steinman producing. News coming up about 15 minutes or so. Your 11 o'clock report. Mike D. Wall talking space stuff and that Artemis One rocket up and around the moon. And, and I'm curious about foodstuffs for Thanksgiving. I know I've had my share, and I'm going to eat some more leftovers tonight when I get home and probably through the weekend if they last that long, right? Um, but I'm wondering what they do in space. I mean, do they have, uh, do they send them a bird? Uh, I'm assuming it's not a live bird. Uh, that would be weird if it was you know, just floating around doing turkey stuff, and then you got to process the bird in space. I don't think that works. Uh, and then there's like the idea of freeze-dried turkey, and that doesn't sound appetizing at all. They've got meals ready to eat. Uh, we'll see if Mike D. Wall knows what the hell is happening in the International Space Station and how uh, our NASA astronauts and those others from elsewhere around planet Earth uh, get to enjoy this weekend that we, we are and an opportunity to say thanks for all that uh, we have that is good around us. Glad you're here. Friday Sterling, 700 WLW. When dullness and boredom try to overthrow your morning... You know what to do. Fear not, because you've got me, Mike McConnell. Call on Mike McConnell. Empowered with superhuman intelligence, wit, and the strength of a hundred men, Mike McConnell informs, entertains, and takes your breath away. Because your morning should be fun. Investment news, the latest forecasts, sports and traffic updates, the latest reports from around the world. To make sure your day starts on a positive note. That's how Mike McConnell makes your morning super. Monday morning at 5. On 700 WLW. You know, cooking can be overwhelming. Let my gut. Weekend, lots of people out and about having a good time, maybe grabbing some grub, doing some shopping. Black uh, Friday uh, sales all over the place by local. Support uh, local people doing local things if you can. And, and if you'd like to, get a good deal on that stuff and keep that money moving around here in the tri state and support the community. Uh, lots of stuff to do. Mike D. Wall from space.com after 11 o'clock. I'm curious about uh, turkey consumption. Uh, holiday uh, food and stuff in space, International Space Station up there, NASA astronauts and others uh, doing what they do and wondering if, if they had a bird or if they had ham or, I don't know, how, uh, God forbid the giblets are floating around, but weightless. Uh, Charlie Goldsmith from the Inquirer going to join us also. We'll talk on Bengals Titans at Sunday, 1 o'clock. Uh, you got Joe Mixon, who's out. Jamar Chase is uh, apparently on the bubble, uh, tentative, may play, may not play. You got that hip issue. Uh, we'll find out exactly where they stand and what to expect with that. They're coming up at 1130 uh, with Charlie. So hang out with that. In the meantime, your chance to get interactive. 513-749-7800, the big one. Asked about uh, 
you know, where you'd want to go when it comes to a celebrity house residence kind of scenario, TV, movie residences, and sort of an Airbnb scenario if you could stay. DJ Khaled in Miami's 11 bucks a night, you can go to this shoe room. I don't that's got to be more for publicity and for fun because obviously there's no money to be made there on 11 bucks a night uh, unless there's some uh, you know endorsement dollars or something uh, uh, going along with that but you can't get a, a room for 11 bucks a night i mean you'd be you'd be on the street you'd be in, in a bus shelter or something along those lines which is kind of wild and, and then of course uh, the coworker scenario of if you've worked with somebody uh, that you thought could be that person who ends up making headlines it could be uh, causing uh, great carnage like the horrific shooting that you had at that store in Virginia a couple of days ago uh, where six people were killed and the guy turned the gun on himself. That's the thing I never understand about that. They do all this damage. They cause all this harm, all this bloodshed, hurt and kill bunches of people and the reverberations, uh, you know, like you throw a rock into the lake or a pond or maybe even the Ohio and you could see those ripples of how that type of thing affects so many others in so many other ways. And it's like, well, if you're going to do it yourself, then do it and don't bother anybody else. It's just sickening. But I wonder if you've worked with someone where you kind of were like, you know what, that guy, I wonder, that guy could be a threat, that guy could be a danger, and how you approach that. Uh, we got uh, Paul now, has been holding for a while. I'm not sure which issue. Uh, Paul, you're with Sterling on the big one. Appreciate you holding. What's up? Sterling, you're uh, talking about the uh, violence. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> the guy in uh, in Chesapeake, Virginia, it, it'll all come out after a lengthy investigation because he, I'm sure they had the security camera in the break room on the incident, mm-hmm. and it will take time for the uh, investigators to analyze that film, and probably three months from now they'll release the uh, film to the uh, public. Sure. Some stuff, some stuff like Burbank used to say, you know, it's that, you know, our right to know superseding our right to exist. Some stuff I don't need to necessarily know. It's a horrific circumstance. The people involved might want to know, you know, the idea is how to prevent it. Have you ever worked someplace where you thought, Paul, that somebody was a threat to you or could be that type of person who would be volatile enough, dangerous enough to come in and wreak havoc and, 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 and cause such loss of life, pain and suffering or no? I was in Vietnam 365 days, Sterling, and uh, I was afraid every day, not only of the enemy, but our own men. A young kid, 19-year-old from West Virginia, walked up to a lieutenant in my unit and just, with no reason, just shot him in the back of the head. Oh, you're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. 19-year-old kid from West Virginia. What, did anybody find out? anybody find out why or what the reason was? No. They took him away, Sterling, and put him in the uh, confinement place, which was a thing called a Connex container. Have you ever heard of that? That's what they transport merchandise on ships. Yeah, car- cargo and container, sure, yeah. Right, and they had a cargo container, and they drilled holes in it about the size of a cigar so that the guy inside could breathe, but they put him in there, and he was in there in about 115-degree temperature, and we never saw him anymore. Yeah, that, I don't know what happened to him. It was out of our hands. It was in, in, in another jurisdiction that, that people had investigated things like that. And uh, another uh, another guy, why this happened over in Germany, five or six of us were sitting around in the uh, 
we were up on the communist uh, Czechoslovakian border uh, six weeks at a time, and uh, we barely caught, saw civilization because the other side of the border was communist, and our side was the West German uh, border, which was friendly to the American forces. Yeah. And we were up there six weeks at a time, and we got mail every day. The mailman brought our mail around to us and passed it out, and uh, six of us, five or six of us were sitting around reading our mail, laughing and joking, you know, about getting a letter from mom or from Sally or, you know, uh, or whoever, you know. Of course. And uh, this kid, uh, 19-year-old, seemed like 19 is the magic age, but this 19-year-old kid from Houston, Texas, he uh, he listened to us a, maybe a minute or two, you know, and then uh, he just got up and without saying a word, he went out and got in his tank. They had a tank guarding the entrance to the compound. It was like... Uh, the mice, uh, the compound was uh, barbed wire and uh, wooden post. Okay. And uh, he just went out and got in his tank and blew himself up and the tank for because he didn't get a letter, I guess. Wow. They did a lengthy investigation, and, uh, of course, he couldn't. they couldn't interrogate him because he, he was blown to pieces. Sometimes you just never know what, why in that situation because is the only one who can answer. Paul, that's a horrible thing. I can't imagine being in a situation where not only are you in a, th- a theater engagement in a war setting, where not only do you have to worry about the enemy, that you have to worry about your comrade in arms and, and how they may be a threat to you, too. That, that's, that's horrific. Really? Uh, I, could, I could tell you tales that make your hair stand on end if you... If you uh, you got any hair? Uh, fa- facial hair, facial not not so much on the top of the head. I, it's a little late for that part, but yeah, I, I yeah, I can't imagine the stories that go along with that. that that's brutal. Like that happened almost every day. Uh, uh, I got to Vietnam and uh, and I was assigned a unit that had two hundred uh, men. There wasn't any women at that time, and uh, uh, I was there a year, and when. I rotated out of the unit back stateside. I was a career soldier, so uh, after my 365 days was up, while well, they rotated me back to uh, stateside, sure. uh, well, I got spit on in the Chicago airport and called a baby killer, but ne- nevertheless, uh, out of the 200 men that I served with, why, uh, when I left, 29 of them had been killed. Mm. And and about, uh, about fifty had been wounded. It's a it's a hard thing. So, I can't imagine caring, uh, Paul. And it it sounds trite, but I do appreciate your service and, and being in that circumstance. I'm glad you came home, though it is a burden that I can't imagine you caring, man. I, I, I thank you. I believe it was General Sherman in the Civil War that made the comment that war is hell. Yes. And uh, you, I'm sure you've heard that. Of uh, course. And, 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 anyhow, uh, Thanksgiving made me think about that. See, we got our food in the jungle. It was delivered to us by helicopter. Right. Well, when the helicopter was shot down, you might not get anything to eat for a day or two till they could organize another helicopter and get it loaded up with food to bring it out to the uh, jungle location. So right. some some of the guys would eat snakes and lizards and eel, eels. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't I, bring myself 
I've had I've had alligator and, and I've had snake and a po' boy sandwich in New Orleans, but not out of desperation for survival. It was just something to, to grab a, a bite to eat with. Paul, I appreciate you sharing your perspective and your story. Dan, I, we'll catch you on the other side of your 11 o'clock report. We got uh, Mike D. Wall, Charlie Goldsmith talking uh, Bengals and Titans and uh, celebrity home and, and uh, Airbnb situations. Lots to do. And my man, Sean Gallagher. Uh, he's got your 11 o'clock report. More Sterling straight away. Where the Who Day play Sunday, 1 o'clock. News Radio 700 WLW Cincinnati. Here we are, Thanksgiving weekend. Sterling back on the big one, 700 WLW. In the midst of all of this, way out there, uh, exiting uh, uh, terra firma, our atmosphere in space, International Space Station. Uh, you got tons of people in the midst of, uh, well, I, I don't know, are they all American? Mike D. Wall, space.com. It's been a while. How are you? How's everything? Doing good. How are you doing? Uh, I think I'm doing okay. Uh, before we get to Artemis One, which I know apparently went missing in action for a brief period of time, I have to know about the holidays on the International Space Station. It's loaded up, bunch of NASA people, as other international people, hence ISS, International Space Station. What do they do on the holidays? Yeah, they 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 do tend to to try to share holidays together to to the extent possible. So you know, even though it's not all Americans up there, it's like a community feeling, and a lot of them will partake of like the turkey and and the Thanksgiving feasting sort of thing. You know, it builds community up there, and they're all I mean, they're all crewmates, so they all do do tend to celebrate holidays together. Now, when you say turkey together, does this mean meals ready to eat, freeze dried like tang in a vacuum pack, or does this mean they got a bird? That, I mean, is there a bird floating around trying to figure out how the hell I can fly? I'm in space, and then it's a ba- it's a really bad day for the bird and giblets and all. Yeah, I think I they they usually try to do something for the astronauts. You know, Mission Control tries to send stuff up for them for the holidays. I'm not sure how that worked out this year though, because th- there was. There was a Dragon space. There's, there, yeah, like there's a SpaceX cargo mission that was supposed to launch up there, um, but it couldn't get off the ground because of bad weather. And and I think there's some special like Thanksgiving meal stuff aboard that cargo capsule. It's not going to launch until Saturday. So I think that they might be a little restricted, and they they just might have to enjoy the kind of the like Thanksgiving oriented food like kind of after Thanksgiving. It's got, that's, that's the way it goes sometimes. Pretty exciting just to be there, I would imagine, in general. I, I can't really even process what that must be like, let alone at Thanksgiving time. And I kind of just imagine like that canned uh, jelly of cranberries. This is the stuff I'm focused on. Sure, we can talk about like the science behind it. I'm worried about food in, in space, which is just, you know, I, I've got problems. No, that that no that that's a really that's that's a common thing you know because what I mean one of the things you want to avoid in space is the is the stress because because they're already stressed out they're already away from their families they're away from their planet for like six months at a time and it can be a pretty stressful thing so I mean if you talk to to astronauts after they come home they they will say you know meal times getting good food that's really important to them up there you know it, it like helps helps with the mental health and it helps keep people happy and that's that's a big part of a space mission uh, could you have a hibachi could you have a grill how i mean I, I'm, I'm just processing this because i mean you can't just open the window and let the smoke out you probably have some type of exhaust i, I don't i i don't know any of what is this is mike dwallspace.com help us make sense of this yeah, I don't think they have any open flames. I think that's frowned upon. <laughs> Generally, uh-huh. not a good choice, right? Okay. Yeah. Again, yeah. The, 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 I'd be the first in line as a cautionary tale. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. Not a good thing. Have they seen Artemis? While they're up there, this Artemis one thing is shot up there, and it's making its way to and back, I guess, around the moon. Where is that? Do they have a chance to eyeball it? And where was it when it was missing in action? Yeah, I, I don't think the space station astronauts have been able to 
see Artemis. You know, it's way out by the moon now, and, and it only stayed kind of close to Earth just kind of briefly, you know, and I, I don't think, I anyway haven't seen any photos from the space station of of the Orion capsule from from Artemis One, and and like I think that they they probably would have shared them if they'd gotten any of them, but um yeah so so I mean Artemis One launched on the 16th so just about a week ago, and it's been making its way to the moon and it's doing really well and like you were saying it had that there was a little scary hiccup just very early on 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 the morning of the 23rd where they did like lose contact with it it's it's out by the moon now it's getting ready for this big orbit insertion burn, which will put it into orbit around the moon. So um, there's lots of lots of important stuff is in the offing in the next few days. But they they did they did lose contact with it for 47 minutes, which was unexpected, and they're trying to figure out what what happened. But it apparently wasn't a big deal. They 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 managed to to just like reconfigure a few things, flip a, like like a few switches or whatever, and get it back in touch. But yeah. Yeah, it's a little scary when stuff like that happens. I mean, it's not like losing keys. I mean, it's it's a totally different kind of animal when you think about this. This is is this if I'm not mistaken, MikeDWallSpace.com, Sterling, by the way, on the big one here. It, it's the largest rocket that's left our atmosphere, correct? Of all the stuff that was done before they got to the moon the first time and early on, and, and this is as far as I understand. Is that correct? It's the biggest rocket that's left our atmosphere. Well, this it's the the like giant rocket that actually that actually launched this. This this Orion capsule on on Artemis One. It was the first flight of the Space Launch System rocket, which is the new rocket NASA built for Artemis program and to take astronauts to Mars. After that, it is now officially the most powerful rocket ever to successfully fly. Yeah, it's it, it generates like eight point yeah eight point eight million pounds of thrust at liftoff, and that's more powerful than the Saturn V, which is pretty crazy. And it, it was it's, it's more powerful than the space shuttle. There there like was a Soviet moon rocket that they built, you know, kind of as their version of Apollo to try to beat us to the moon called called the N1, I believe, and it it did not it it launched four times but never successfully, and that like that one had more thrust, but it never successfully launched a mission. Gotcha. Uh, what else is going on up there? And there was a, a I know there's a documentary, which I, I think is on, I don't know, I want to say Hulu, could be Prime. It's Prime. I just looked at your the space.com website. See, it's a cheat sheet. I got it right in front of me, which is a great resource, by the way. Mike D. Wall, uh, Spaceman from there. I, I, that's not your real title. I, I just like saying that. Does it bother you that I say that? I mean, what is your no. real title? Uh, it doesn't, I don't even really care about my real title. I think I'm officially the, 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 you know, like the like channel editor for spaceflight and tech or something like that. But but you can call me spaceman. That that's fine with me. <laughs> Maybe we'll get some good bumper music on the way out. Uh, they uh, they're streaming this Goodnight Oppie, which is in fact uh, about the rover uh, Mars uh, rover deal, right? So it's just, and it's yeah. still out there motoring around. So what is, what is this deal with this? Yeah, it's it's yeah yeah actually opportunity died a few years ago unfortunately but um it, it far out it far outlived its warranty it was only supposed to last for a few months on mars and both it and its twin which was named spirit right they both far outlived it you know for years and years opportunity lived until just a couple of years ago and it and it landed on two, in 2004 so it was finally killed by a big dust storm that 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 choked off its solar panels you know it couldn't get enough sunlight and it died but this is a documentary it's 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 supposed to be really good i i haven't seen it but a lot of people that i know and respect say it's just a really amazing kind of kind of voyage through opportunity's mission and it's got great views from the martian surface that they made using like a lot of imagery from the rover and also combined with like some some really 
you know, really good kind of like special effects stuff, but it's, but, but it's all based on, on imagery that the Rover itself captured. So it's just supposed to be really, really good. I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out when I got the chance. Looking forward to it. Uh, now, Perseverance is the current Rover. It's still up there. It's still doing its thing and, and may or may not. It doesn't have real, uh, like feelings and emotion. It's just a, it's just a <laughs> thing, right? It's not upset going, why is this other previous old school Rover getting all the love and attention while I'm up here busting ass working, doing Mars stuff for the people of Earth? Or, or, I'm, yeah. I'm humanizing it. There's a problem with that, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's, I don't, I don't, like, I don't think there's a problem with it. I mean, like a lot of the people who actually work on these missions humanize these rovers. You know, people at NASA were really sad when Opportunity died because it was a huge part of their lives. You know, it's almost like like a child. Um, and yeah, these 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 things. I I personally think it's fine to kind of humanize these things because they 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 do represent humanity you know they they are robotic but they're they're us on mars we that's that's all human effort that got them there human ingenuity creativity and i think it's fine if we if we invest a little kind of emotional significance to that i think i think it makes it more important makes it more powerful and there 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 are two rovers up there now actually curiosity is still going strong and it's it's been it's been up there for 10 years. Hmm. So we got two two Mars rovers and both of them are actually nuclear powered so they don't have to worry about the dust storms choking away their their solar their their, their solar panels because they don't have solar panels. So they're going to keep going for a while hopefully. There you go. All right, so that's a good news. So like the solar panels the panels of the house of Sterling, I get big snow unlike you hanging out in the desert uh, you know with family for Thanksgiving, you don't got to worry about snow. Maybe some dust, god forbid there. You're in the dry heat. Are you staying hydrated, Mike Dewall? I am staying hydrated, and I. This is where I grew up. I, yeah, like I grew up in Phoenix, but I've been in San Francisco now for like 12 years, and I'm. I've definitely gotten soft in that time away. Like I'm def. I'm like, <laughs> like my lips are cracking. <laughs> my lips are cracking in the dryness and all that. It's, it's like the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's like a young Clint Eastwood. You're like, oh my God, can I rush him a lip balm? Can I get him some salve, some ointment, something, some <laughs> some gel, something? Get him a bottle of water. Get him in a pool. It's Mike D. Wall in the desert. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 kind of turning into a salamander in San Francisco. You know, I just need that moisture from the fog. That's not but, bad. And you started out as an Ohio kid, and you bounced all over, studying yep. lizards and amphibians and everything else, and, and now space stuff. You do it all, uh, uh, Mike D. Well, I appreciate you making time. I hope the uh, Thanksgiving holiday, a long weekend with family, is fantastic. Uh, thank you for making time. What have I not asked? What would you like to share with the people uh, of this part of Terra Firma in the tri-state, and perhaps uh, technically your folks? Folks could be listening to you right now on the iHeartRadio app in the other room because maybe they're excited going, my God, our boy finally made it on the big one. <laughs> yeah, they 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 do still like listening to me, I guess, even though um, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't really see what the point is. Um, but yeah, they they um I, I would just say, you know, I mean, Artemis one is really is really exciting. And, you know, it's 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 going to be at the moon for about a week and it's going to come back to Earth on in like like the 11th of December I think so that's really exciting to to watch that because if like if all that goes well then then you know NASA's going to gear up to actually put astronauts on that giant rocket and on that Orion capsule and send them toward the moon what's the timetable on that by the way do we have an idea 2024 so people could get excited but they have to be patient um but there's lots of other stuff happening too there's just a million things happening you know there's like a Japanese rover or there's a Japanese moon lander carrying carrying like a UAE moon rover to the moon launching with SpaceX next in like a five days or so. Um, there's just, there's just a million things going on. So just, um, you don't have to have everything invested 
in, in Artemis 1, it's like a good intro to look up. But there's a lot of other stuff happening, too. I find myself looking up in the sky a lot of the time. Just don't look directly in the sun. That's the biggest takeaway from my youth that I still hang with me. Look away from the sun, by all means. Yes, yes, that is very, very important. Even during an eclipse, when you think it's blocked, it's it's not entirely blocked. You could burn your eyes out. Yeah, and we, we, we don't need that. Yeah, we don't need burned out eyes. Yeah. Mike D. Wall, <laughs> space.com. Uh, thank you for making time. Happy Thanksgiving. Giblets, uh, stuffing, uh, do, do, what is your deal? Do you like the stuffing? Do you like the dressing? Are, are you going tofurkey? Leftover-wise, Thanksgiving weekend, here we are. Uh, what is it like? I'm, I'm just curious because I, I, I'm yeah. always interested. You know, we do turkey, we do mashed potatoes and sweet potatoes and they, the like green bean casserole and the rolls and mm. all that stuff. Pretty standard American Gorge Fest, I think. Sounds pretty good. Uh, no binging, no purging. Just keep it, keep, keep it all in balance. And uh, oh, are, yeah. are, are you a giblets people? No, I'm definitely not a giblets person. I mean, I, I can appreciate why people once ate them when you needed all of that protein and you didn't know where your next meal was coming from, so you had to use the whole animal. But yeah, I'm not. I'm like not for organ meat anymore. No. Thank you for making time and uh, helping break down this space stuff for us from space.com. Uh, he's our uh, resident spaceman uh, from a distance, though. Mike D. Wall, thank you. Take care of yourself. Sure thing. It's good to talk to you. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. 700 WLW. Ground control to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. Take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Fact. COVID restrictions caused our children to fall behind in their learning. Fact. Our prisons are full of qualified teachers. Cell block schooling helps solve both problems. Sometimes things don't seem quite right. Cell block schooling. Creating stars while behind bars. And that's when you need a little Scott Sloan common sense. Look, I'm about the real stuff. Get the problems and the issues that actually affect you. But I also make sure we have a little fun along the way. Check out Sloaning Monday morning at 9 on 700 WLW. And be sure to catch his podcast on the iHeartRadio app. What's the best part of the... Um. Sterling hanging out a couple minutes away from your 1130 report. Sean Gallagher with an update to what's happening. Matters. Hanging out. Lots of people doing a bunch of shopping online. Click, click, tap, tap. Swipe here, swipe there. Put it in the box and see if you can find a deal. Uh, it's one, one of those uh, things. Uh, the podcast going to be up after the show. You can listen at your leisure. You can shift time. You can be in control of your world, which is a beautiful thing. Uh, maybe you, you can't sit there and listen constantly to me or Ed Rock or well, Willie or you, know, you name it, Lance or whatever else is going on. I'll be back tomorrow afternoon, by the way, following Ken Brew, 3 to 6. And then, of course, uh, you know, Sunday, Bengals are on the road hanging out in Nashville, Music City, USA, uh, hanging out to take on those Titans. Uh, it's a great city. It's a fun place to be. Uh, it's got pretty good food, too. Uh, we'll talk to uh, Charlie uh, Goldsmith from the Inquirer about that matchup coming up after your 1130 report and maybe about some food stuff. I know he likes to go eat. And uh, find out exactly what it is because it's a travel around in all these places uh, covering Bengals. And, and that's kind of nice. Not all of us get to go if we're lucky, maybe one trip a year or whatever. And, and that's his, his gig. It's, it's what he uh, does. And uh, so he should know. So we'll talk to him just a little bit, uh, giving us some time, which is kind of nice. Uh, this being the season with Black Friday and all the shopping, uh, Better Business Bureau has 12 different scams for Christmas that they've uh, put an alert out for. Uh, some of these things I hadn't really uh, thought of. 
Uh, they mention uh, gift exchanges on, on social media, which I, I've not paid much attention to. And, and apparently th- they have a, a scam where uh, you can exchange wine, other gifts, and so on, depending on the cost, 10 bucks for gifts, whatever else. And, and then you pay it forward, but apparently there's some weaselly uh, behavior going on and people are getting uh, ripped off. So you got to be careful. I guess. It helps to know who you're dealing with, I suppose. Reputable company and so on. And they're a great resource to sort of follow along with that. Apparently the usual uh, social media ads, misleading information, which that's a, that's a challenge. And it's been that way for a long time, uh, uh, dealing with political stuff and everything else. And maybe at the top of the list for the longest time is, how you can scam somebody out of their cold, hard cash, uh, money they've worked for, and that continues. Other holiday apps issues, uh, issues with people also having their social media accounts or their credit card accounts uh, being compromised, whether it's uh, paying apps, uh, Amazon, your Netflix, all that stuff you need to pay attention to. And and, and here's the problem. Half the time, I have a, a thing that sort of is a bank of all of my usernames and passwords. But I I can remember that, thankfully, because I can't keep track of all the other usernames and passwords for all the stuff I do business with, which I think I'm not alone probably in that. But I figure if I don't know, how the hell does the criminal know? But apparently they try to find a way. And then, of course, the other that's been around for a long time, uh, which is scammers uh, coughing up the idea of, hey, free gift cards for this, that or the other in exchange for other information, phishing issues fake ads and links uh, from sources that you don't necessarily trust, but the whole idea that they dangle that carrot in front of you that says free or really, really cheap and a chance to cash in. And, and uh, you know, we're suckers sometimes for that, so just be aware. Also, uh, temporary holiday jobs, apparently a big uh, scam scenario. Fake charities, always important to know who you're dealing with when it comes to giving because you don't know how they're going to use the money. And sometimes it's just all make-believe anyway. Uh, and that also includes uh, shipping notifications. You'll get a notification or a message and a call to say that your order for whatever. A lot of people buying stuff, and then you get that call, that message, that voicemail, that text that says, hey, your order for whatever, just click here or call this number, and it's not real. And then they ask you for some information to verify, and then you give it to them, and then they got you. And then you're bleeding uh, financially and emotionally for who knows how long. Sometimes you don't even know uh, for some period of time. Anyway, I'll, I'll tweet some of that out there, uh, and you can find out more uh, sooner than later. Sean Gallagher with an update, your 1130 report. On the other side, Charlotte Goldsmith from the Enquirer, Cincinnati.com, going to join me. We'll talk on Bengals and Titans on the other side of the news where the Who Day plays Sunday at 1 o'clock kickoff in Nashville. Uh, looking to take care of business. 700 WLW. Ken Sterling, 700 WLW, Bengals on the road looking to uh, have a, a rematch of the divisional playoff game in Nashville facing the Titans. So that the uh, Titans, of course, lost as the Bengals made their way to Los Angeles in the Super Bowl uh, last January. AFC's number one seed, the Titans, were. They're facing a number of different issues right now. Kind enough to give us some time. He follows the Bengals. He follows the Reds. He's everywhere. He's Charlie Goldsmith from the Inquirer, Cincinnati.com, with Sterling on the big one now. Charlie, how are you? How's everything? How's your Thanksgiving Day weekend? It was great. I'd like to give a shout out to the chocolate pumpkin pie I had on Thursday. It was a very good Thanksgiving. Now, wait a minute. Uh, see, before we get to the nuts and bolts of like Bengals speak, I, I, a chocolate pumpkin pie. So they put chocolate in the pumpkin pie? Excuse me, I misspoke. Chocolate pecan pie. Chocolate pecan chocolate pie. Chocolate pecan pie. Okay. Now, I think the chocolate already a very high sugar content pecan pie. I, I don't like pecans. So you're a fan of the pecan, or do you or you like me? You pick them off or, or, and then flick them at people, or, or what exactly is the deal? 
You see, pecan pie is my second favorite kind of pie, second to chocolate pecan pie. Okay. Um, so all together, like the chocolate is mixed into the filling, and it is truly unbelievable. Okay. So. All right. I'll go in search of that, like Leonard Nimoy. I, I'll give that a shot. I'm not a fan. I, 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 it's weird. I don't like like nuts, pieces, and parts in my pie stuff. It, it's it's like I, I'm not saying I'm obsessive compulsive. Uh, I might be on the scale of, of autism, so I'm told. Uh, but I, I mean, I'm still one of those guys who kind of likes to keep stuff separate on the plate. It kind of I don't I don't know. I've got I've got problems, Charlie Goldsmith. Yeah, whatever you got to do, you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your openness. That's fantastic. <laughs> so as I, I prepare to go after the chocolate pecan pie uh, the rest of the weekend, maybe a search for some of that and leftover turkey stuff, L- let's talk Bengals a little bit. Last I've heard, and, and you would know better than I because you cover them uh, for the Inquirer, Charlie, uh, Joe Mixon out still with lingering issues in the protocol with the concussion, correct? Correct. So that means a big opportunity for Samaj P. Ryan and maybe even more on Joe Burrow's plate this week with mixing out. Does that Titans defense sort of open itself up for vulnerability in that mix that you just described, even though Joe Mixon is out of the game? Regardless of whether Jamar plays or not, I expect it to be a pass-heavy game plan. The Titans have the best rushing defense in all of football. Um, You're not going to have much success trying to beat them up the middle. The Bengals didn't last year, and there's some different ways they have to get their different playmakers involved on the outside. And obviously, if you've got Chase, that makes a very, very big difference. Uh, I, I'd say so. So the biggest worry at this point facing the Titans, do you <laughs> think, that the Bengals have to look at making a game plan in Nashville? Uh, the biggest concern probably starts with their defensive line. The Titans have one of the best units up front in the NFL. Uh, obviously, that goes a big ways to their success with their run defense, but also they have maybe the best interior pass rusher in all football, Jeffrey Simmons. He sacked Burrow three of the nine times in their matchup last season in the playoffs, and he probably opened up sacks on like two of the other nine. A truly a dominant force, a wreck on the inside. That when the Bengals game plan, it starts with not letting him take over. Uh, is uh, you look at this uh, overall health with the Bengals? Who's missing? Who's we know Chase is a game day decision as you just described. I was hoping he was fully fully back. I'm always an optimist. I try to be. Uh, it's better living through lowered expectations. I need to reevaluate. I guess yeah, the Bengals are pretty healthy aside from you know the situations we've mentioned. Josh Tupo, defensive tackle, is questionable for this week. But with Chase, there are going to be some very important conversations in the next 24 to 48 hours. They're basically going to sit down and say, where are we at? How do you feel? This was Jamar's first extended stretch running on a field. You know, obviously that's a big thing. Uh, After spending four weeks completely just resting his hip, they want to see how he responds. They want to talk it through. And then later in the week, they'll make a final, final decision. Um, But certainly the possibility is open that we'll see him on Sunday. Uh, Talking to Charlie Goldsmith from Cincinnati.com, covers Bengals and Reds, actually, uh, for uh, the Inquirer. Sterling, 700 WLW. Bengals, Titans in Nashville, Sunday, 1 o'clock, kickoff, 700 WLW. Uh, This, the rematch of the divisional game last January, it's almost a year ago now uh, the Bengals uh, with the, the big surprising 10 uh, or 7 loss season that ends up in Los Angeles uh, for the Super Bowl at, at this point you mentioned the sacks against Joe Burrow last year uh, he, he's at this point I think he's been sacked what 30 no 32 times this season is that correct you know I don't have the number in front of me but what I do know is that he was sacked 13 times in the first two weeks of the season and since then if you ask anyone around Pacor Stadium they think the offensive line has been a top 10 unit maybe in football 
that might be pushing it, but it's certainly a bit above average. You've seen individually across the board, all four new guys they brought in exceed expectations, whether it was someone they drafted in Cordell Volson or the three free agents they signed on the right side and in the middle of the line, they all again have exceeded expectations and have opened up the Bengals playbook, giving them more confidence in having the ball in Burroughs hands more against the same front in Tennessee. Uh, every team at this point sort of dinged up. Uh, you mentioned that development of the offensive line and it's been a work in progress. Joe Burrow also seemingly getting stronger and healthier as the season's gone uh, on uh, coming back from the appendectomy uh, or, or the bursting of the appendix and, and subsequent that uh, putting on weight and, uh, getting those reps under center. This this looks to be a pretty good matchup. Uh, where do you see this going on Sunday afternoon? I think it's, again, a great opportunity for Burr, who I think is playing the best football of his life right now. He's never done a better job of balancing, being aggressive, while also taking what the defense gives him. I think you're going to have some opportunities on the outside with the quick game against Tennessee. I think Burr is going to keep the offense rolling. I can see the Bengals winning this one 20 to 17. Do you see uh, what is, is the, I guess, the plus point or the strength of this Titans team at this point? Uh, if there is something that concerns you about it, because obviously any given Sunday, as they say, and the Titans obviously also have a chip on their shoulder because uh, uh, Tennessee got sent home effectively by the Bengals last year. Titans have one of the best defenses in football. I mentioned their run defense. I mentioned Simmons. Uh, up the middle, they have uh, a really athletic, fast linebacker and David Long Jr., a Cincinnati native, yep. who flies around the field and covers as much ground as anyone. And they have an all-pro safety as well. It is one of the best defenses in football. And it's going to come down to whether the Bengals' star receivers plus Burrow can take advantage of enough opportunities on the outside to keep the offense consistently going forward. There you go. Great perspective and insights is always good reading. Good to talk to him as well, making himself available. And, uh, and when you look at traveling around these NFL cities, I'm always interested in all of this because we know there's catering in the stadium for media and all that, and you're one of those, obviously. But, but when you think of Nashville, what sticks out aside from good music? What about food? Anything? And what kind of time do you have in the midst of this going in uh, for a game day Sunday? A one o'clock kickoff for Bengals Titans. Yeah, on Saturday night, I went with uh, some of the other writers to a barbecue spot in Nashville, one of those like buffet barbecue joints. And I think we're going to go back to the same spot this weekend. There so you I'm go. really looking forward to it. Uh, all right, fantastic. Well, uh, just make sure you get that sauce cleaned up before you start pecking away on those devices as you cover Bengals Titans. Charlie Goldsmith, Cincinnati.com for the Inquirer covering Bengals. Uh, thank you so much for making time as always. Uh, we'll catch up again next week. Talk to you soon. There you go. A quick break. We'll come back. Uh, I've got more to do. Cincinnati football Bearcats, of course, uh, did not go. That streak of winning at Nippert has ended. What comes next for them? And more ground for me to cover before I bounce out of here and Red Eye Radio takes to the air after midnight. Friday Sterling, 700 WLW. Eddie here. And if you're like me, and I know you are. You appreciate the finer things in life, like lemon-scented wet naps and belt buckles that you can use as a bottle opener. Here's another finer thing for you. If you miss any part of the Eddie and Rocky show, you can still hear it. Just catch the podcast of our show on the iHeartRadio app.